money. Let's talk money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Obviously, this is all about money. Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. (laughs) With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money. With Dave and Reb. From more than enough, real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, today it's just you and I talking money. I know. So welcome to the show. A little more relaxed this morning because we're not so excited about the guests we have because we always have that little amp up a little bit more when the guests are here just because we're so excited to talk to someone else (laughs) so we are happy that you're here pull up a coffee sit down if you're driving i think you pour a coffee and pull up a chair okay pull up a coffee pour a chair i I sit corrected i sit oh my you just mixed it all up anyway do the normal stuff you do okay so if you're just joining us, you've just tuned in to Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. And uh, again, it's just Reb and I in the studio today. We've got some, we do have some exciting things to talk about. Before we get there, want to give a shout out to uh, the good folks at Crosspoint Financial, Brent Vandermeer and his team. They're, uh, they're part of our community. And uh, we, if you've got questions about investing, you got questions about what's going on in that uh, wealth generation part of your life. Uh, Brent and his team at Crosspoint are the people to talk to. So thanks, Brent, for sponsoring the show. And today... His information will be in the show notes, so you can go check him out. And of course, you know where to find the rest of the pod uh, podcasts on any podcasting platform. Remember to like it or to leave a comment. We love those. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome YouTube listeners. And again, subscribe and and hit the notification and all that good stuff. So we're done housekeeping. Great. Let's get on with the show. Okay. So how much advertising have you been exposed to this morning already? Or if it's evening for you, wherever you're listening... Mm -hmm. Whatever part of the world you're listening in, tell us, send us a message about how much you, well, you know, it doesn't really, I can't really get their information right off the bat here. They can't just send me. Well, you can put a comment on YouTube. Anyway, we could, but we're going to tell them, they're going to, we're going to talk about that today. Mm -hmm. Advertising. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what does that have to do with money and the hard issues around money? Well, we're going to talk about today a a phrase that one of our coaches Mm -hmm. um, spoke to me in a discussion I had. Um, Those of you who follow us know that um, we run a financial coaching company called More Than Enough Financial. We do mortgages, taxes in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And of course, those of you listening on CHRI know all this stuff already. But those of you listening elsewhere on our podcast may not know that. So um, one of our financial coaches came and spoke with me and said, you know, um, God's been speaking to me about advertising the truth to yourself. And I was like, oh, that is an awesome phrase. How do we advertise truth to ourselves? And what does that mean? In a world where we get hit with so much advertising um, every day, and we're going to talk about how much we get hit with. I was just going to say, and of course, uh, I mean, there's (laughs) so many places you could go, but we went to scripture. We first. did go to Chris scripture first, because of course, 
Of course, I heard in my head, well, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. Um, in John 8, John 8, right. John 8, 31, then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and mm-hmm. you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Then, of course, uh, the some of the f- folks who are listening to him said, well, um, we're Abraham's descendants. We've never been in bondage to anyone. How can you say you will be made free? And Jesus answers them and says, most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin and a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Mm-hmm. Now it's fascinating. You should go read different variations um, and translations of this passage um, to get a little more understanding about those two verses. We're not going to talk about the slave and the son part, but it leads into. We are going to talk about the truth part. Well, then we're, and then this verse 36 says, therefore, Jesus keeps going. A son abides forever. A son belongs in the house forever. Therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. You know, whatever Jesus, the son says, yeah. he says, you're free, you're free. Yeah. And then he all, but then we go back to those verses. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And you go back a step even. If you abide in my word, you are indeed my disciples. And that truth of mine that abides in you is going to set you free. Now, what does that all have to do with money and stuff and advertising the truth to yourself? Well, we go to Christ's truth because as followers of Jesus, that's who we follow, and we follow what he said and what he commands and how he lived and um, what he says is important. And, and when he says something's important, we need to pay attention. So I'm saying all of that as a backdrop for what are we really listening to? What at, what are what beliefs, what information, what are we sucking into our lives and our thinking? Because in when we believe something in our thoughts, that comes out in our actions. Like we can say we believe in something. We can say we believe in Jesus. We can say we believe in the Toronto Maple Leafs or we can say <laughs> they are, really you know, <clears throat> but, and that, that thinking comes out in our lives. So often we have to look at our lives to actually figure out what is it we actually are believing and thinking. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of where we're going. And this is a heart issue directly related to our thoughts. And one of the verses we use all the time at More Than Enough in our Unleashed workshops is, <clears throat> I was going to say, if you know, shall know the truth, the truth will set you free. But I we, mean, we say that too, yeah. but we but already we, said no. that, yeah. Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world. Romans 12. Yeah, Romans 12, which too. But be transformed by renewing your mind. Then you will know God's perfect, pleasing will for your life. I'm paraphrasing. And that is what is so powerful. We need transformed thinking mm-hmm. in our finances and in our understanding of who God is and who's who we are in light of who he is. There's so much to unpack there. But let's... 
go. <laughs> Am I allowed to talk? Yet? No, not no, yet. Okay, okay. But, I'm just okay. enjoying it. So go ahead. <laughs> go, Reb, go. We have no other guests, so I'm just like going on. Anyway. Because there's like four things that, that okay. I'm like, oh, I want to. Oh, no. Okay, just go ahead. Going. You no, speak no. now. So, I mean, one of them, let's let's talk about, um, you know, the the interaction or the the linkage when when between those two verses Romans 12:2 we need our minds transformed you know Paul writes that because it's truth uh guess what even in Paul's day that when they weren't exposed to the marketing the media the the voices the all of the things that that we were talking about you know Paul is saying exactly the same thing he's saying we got to advertise truth to ourselves but that takes being transformed in our mind and Jesus then says, well, how do you do that? And I love that Jesus is so practical about that because he does say not only is it there, we're transformed from a slave to a son, we have to know our position, but how do we get there? We listen to the word. We listen to what the word of Christ says. And that's what he says in, in, in John chapter 8 is he's saying, if you listen to my words, then your heart, you will hear the truth, and then we link in, and the truth will set you free. Yes, it will transform you into who God has created you to be, and you begin to start thinking about these practical things like money, like where you spend it, like what what are you filling yourself up with? Because again, when we go back to marketing, pulling that link in, marketing is all about creating a perceived need. I didn't know that I needed that thing. And I saw that advertisement and I went, oh my goodness. Okay, you have to tell the story about the little pods you just got for the dishwasher. (laughs) Okay, so there's not much of a story there. I didn't know that I needed these, these cleaning pods for the dishwasher until I saw the advertisement and went, yeah, we are on a well. We have hard water. Uh, you know, sometimes we do have a water softener. Yeah, though sometimes the dishes get do get a little bit uh, cloudy, and then they clean up. And so I thought, well, maybe we just need to do a good deep cleaning on the dishwasher. And guess what? There's these cool pods that just happen to show up. So. And where did you learn about these cool pods? Well, I I can't even remember. You were scrolling through something and this ad popped. You you specifically came to me and said, I just bought these for $20. And guess what happened? This is what happened. But I I don't remember where I was scrolling. Oh, yeah. I don't know where he was scrolling. either. But the point was you were on your phone and something popped up. Yeah. And and you can bet I wasn't looking for <laughs> soap pods looking, for the dishwasher. No, he was I mean, not, I was not looking. No, for he wasn't. And all of a sudden, we didn't know. Now, how many of you out there can identify with this? Show of hands, <laughs> right? <You know? laughs> Dave just put his hand up if you're not watching on YouTube. Um, which is really an interesting thing. There's a, So this is what happens when we talk. Mm. There's like five places we could go. Mm. But I was thinking, number one, we're going to talk about the advertising piece in a minute. Sure. How many things we're exposed to. What that means for our life. And how we have to be aware of it. But before I we go there, I want to say that we may not even be aware of what's influencing us. And I'm thinking of the Matrix movie. Sure. 
And way back when, and we actually use uh, some of this in one of our workshops, um, because it's the red pill, blue pill, many of us know. If you're in the older generation, you may have no clue what the matrix is. If you're in the young, young, younger one, you should probably know because they've just done a redo mm-hmm. of one of the movies. But um, it's it's this world where they're living their life. But there's a, group, a small group of people who know that the computers the sentient is it sentient computers Computers are controlling them Mm -hmm. and everybody's asleep everybody really is really their true selves are asleep in these pods and the computers are using their bodies for as an energy source and um but in the meantime all these people in the pods think they're just living their best life in the world uh and what is interesting about the movie is that I mean there's so so much to the movie, but um, the hero is offered at the beginning of the movie. You can take this blue pill or you can take the red pill. One is going to lead you to the truth of what's actually happening, or the other pill you can just stay doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, especially when we have a show like this, and if you're willing to listen to it. We haven't always been aware of what's influencing us, and we don't want to know. We want to stay in the nice little pod of our life, not having to address our thinking, not having to address our bank accounts, not actually looking at where are we at exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, now in our world, everyone's stressed about money. We're all talking about it, about inflation mm-hmm. and mortgage and all of those things, and all the stati- statistics that are coming out about where we're at as the Canadian family. But I think it's time that we boldly look at the truth, Mm -hmm. but not be terrified also, Um, but come to understand what is influencing us, how do we respond, and what is God saying to, to us that that can encourage us? Yeah, and and you know, again, I love the fact that Jesus is so practical in that. Um, you know, even in, when he when he intersects with the disciples, what does he say? He says, "Come, follow me." And I think that's the invitation that Jesus is is actually in John chapter eight is saying to to the people as well in maybe a different way, but he's saying, "Follow my ways, follow my truth, listen to my voice." Um, recognize that you're not a slave to the things of this world, but that you are a son or daughter of God. And that means something. That's powerful. And, but it, it's, it's a transformation. It's a, a change in not just the thinking in maybe in our heart, if I can say it like that, but also the thinking in our mind. And then there's this interaction with and what reality actually is. So we want to say, hey, I'm a child of God. Yes, absolutely. Now, when I look at my bank account, mm-hmm. what does my bank account indicate? Does it say um, that, uh, does it feed back to me in terms of a feedback that it also reflects a, a what a child of God's bank account could look like? And then you got to ask the question, what does a child of God's bank account look like, Right. And then you can go back into the scripture, especially the gospels as Jesus, uh, you know, the Sermon on the Mount, he is changing the paradigm there for the people that are listening and us to say, wait a minute, you know, blessed are the poor in spirit, 
Well, does mm-hmm. my bank account reflect the poor in spirit? Uh, I mean, again, we start to kind of ask this different kind of question uh, about what does our bank account really reflect? And then we can we can also go, we're talking about finance, but you can also look at your calendar and say, so what are the things that I do during a day that actually reflect the same question? Does it reflect my position as a child of God? Um, you know, if I look at my bank account and all I see is slavery, well, there's a journey and there's a process to be able to oh, go. Oh, man, there's that is wild. You look at so, oh, man, I'm just thinking if we look at our bank accounts and we see the debt. I mean, that's enslavement. You you always say to us that debt's a burden. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a sin, it's a burden. And God wants us to free us. Like, the, this is the whole point. Mm-hmm. The whole point of why we're talking about this is because we want to um, express the fact that God wants us free so we're not so burdened and enslaved to money, but also to the thinking of the world. And that goes a bit to the advertising piece. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I did, we, we've shared- You wrote a quote here. Can I read this? Because yeah, go I think ahead. this is really, uh, really key. Um, so we live in a world where we're bombarded by advertising each and every day, especially in the form of brand exposure. So Reb, Reb's written this. And then uh, it says, there is a battle for, the hum- for human attention. Attention that is fine uh, is a finite resource, and advertisers can only capture so much of it. Now think about this: advertisers can are their whole goal is to capture your attention, and Jesus is saying, "Listen, as a child of God, I want a hundred percent of your attention." So Jesus is is right in there. Red Crow Marketing, uh, which is uh, estimates that the average person will only notice about 100 ads in a day. If we experience 4,000 ads per day, which is the statistic, and absorb just 100, clearly 97% of those ads are wasted. And those are the ones we capture. And now I want to, again, bring Christ in and say, as, as Christ followers, if we're in an environment where we have 4,000 ads coming at us, and we're only really capturing 100, and then you go, yeah, I, you know, uh, how do I then keep my mind stayed on Christ? Oh, I, like, we're with you in this, you guys. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, we're yeah. not saying like we're we I'm got this myself because the Dave Dave got the pods the other day just because of how he was scrolling and one of those ads hit him. We needed in the re- those. Re- apparently, back in the seventies, the average consumer in the U.S. saw around mm. five hundred ads per day. Many years ago, I went looking for it yesterday. Many mm. years ago, I read a, a a line in a newspaper article that said a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. a person living in his whole lifetime would see ads that are equivalent to one New York Times Sunday edition. So if you think about that, there's- So if you're a newspaper writer, a reader, and you happen to like the- the uh, Sunday the, New York the Sun, Times. Sunday yep. New York Times. You could flip through that in a couple of hours and read through it, and that's you know a good time. There's more information in those couple of hours than somebody who was living a hundred years ago would, would, be, would get would exposed get. to. So that, of course, I can't. I I wanted to find that 
article again and I couldn't find it, but I did find the 500 ads a day in the US in the 1970s, which is actually the decade mm-hmm. David was born in. That number has since increased by a factor of 10 to upward of 5,000 ads per day. Now you're saying, I don't get advertised to. Advertising, we don't mean commercials. Now, there is a whole article I read about commercials and how maybe maybe we can skip through commercials now, um, but you know, depending if we're subscribers or not, or paying subscribers to some of the streaming sure. services. But, you know, we could spend an hour a day watching, if we watched TV decades ago, an hour a day watching commercials. Well, today the branding mm-hmm. is part of the advertising. So understand that we may not like see 30 second ads, but we can be seeing Nike. We can be driving down the road and seeing, you know. You just did an ad. Yeah, OC Transport. I just did an ad for you Nike. spoke yeah, the name I and did. the brand awareness goes, oh, we all know Nike. Right. right. And yeah. we do. We You just know it. We're just so, but we're bombarded. They say with 5,000 of those kinds of um, brandings and advertising a day. And it happens all over on our phones, in the mm-hmm. on the radio station, even here at CHRI, of course. Like, and you made a good point, you know, walking through the grocery store. We talk about brand awareness. Um, oh, I said know, this to you this morning yeah, before the but, show. But we talk about brand awareness. We walk through a grocery store and we are unconsciously filtering all the different brands. When I stand in front of the chip, you know, the, 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 <laughs> the, the chips to try and pick my chips, you know, there's two things I'm considering is, is, you know, what brand do I want? Well, now there's 10 brands and I've just been bombarded with 10 different brands mm-hmm. of chips then there's the price because you know i like to be frugal um so i'm going okay so now i got i like these ones but they're not on sale and those ones are on sale and but but boy these ones got really cool branding in terms of fire and ice right you know that kind of thing and you go okay so i'm standing in front of the chip i'm exposed to the decision around branding and the marketing. And there's so many decisions to make. And I don't know about you, but it's exhausting. <laughs> so then, then on top of the exhausting advertising of the world, then we hear from pastors, teachers, uh, you know, Christ followers, Dave and Reb on Let's Talk Money. Great. Now I have to know the truth and the truth is going to set me free. Well, I'm just mm. too tired. I'm going to go watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I honestly can relate to that feeling. There's so many choices. Actually, we have too many choices. And um, we get in this, well, you just decide. Like, I'm a decision maker, but I'm, you get so tired. You're just like, I'm tired of making decisions. You decide. Mm. Um, and it happens in all kinds of forms. But this cannot lead us away from the truth of Jesus. No matter how tired we are, no matter how we're bombarded, we need to dig in and dig in together in community or individually. And here's my question, Dave, how do we, back to that phrase from our dear coach, Natalie, how do we advertise the truth to ourselves? And I think part of that is it comes in a whole bunch of, I mean, obviously there's some, some quietness and personal, you know, in the car, put, put, some Christian music on or not don't put the music on we're advertising to ourselves so put some Christian music (laughs) on right Uh, you know maybe it's uh, again it's filling yourself up um, and we have so many tools to do that with with uh, with the scripture so we can you know we've got apps we can read it we can listen to it we can uh, digest it that way Um, you know again I I think that Jesus was really clear when uh, you know even in his time, 
there was there was this competition, right? And Jesus is saying, okay, so you need to come. And his example to us was, I need I, I need to get with the Father. I need to find those quiet places of of where I can kind of push away the crowd, where I can. And how many times through the Gospels don't we read? You know, Jesus tries to dismiss the crowd, or Jesus tells his disciples to go on ahead so he can spend some time. You know, sometimes it's carving out that intentional time to really center ourselves around the. Okay, I just need to. I need to shut all the voices off. And you're right. Sometimes it's turning the radio off and just. I, and I mean, that we to work. We can't tell you what works for you. And knowing what the truth of God is, mm-hmm. what the truth is that will set you free, other than to know it. Um, there is. I think there's two parts to this journey. Take the pill that shows you the truth. Like, get willing to look at what is influencing you, what is influencing your decision. When you say to your kids, well, no, stop asking, I can't afford that. Is that really true? Or is that a narrative you're telling yourself? You have a lot of, let's say you, you're you middle class, you have two mm-hmm. incomes coming to the house. Maybe you're having struggling with the bills and your spending and all of that. But think about it. You do have money coming into the house. Maybe you could just say, you know what? If we want to purchase that thing, we need to talk about it and plan for it. It doesn't mean it's really not about you affording it because you have more money than you think you do. Mm. And it's how are you talking to yourself about the provision that's actually coming into your house? And how are you seeing your bank accounts? Are you looking at them in a negative way and thinking, I just, I can't, I'm, I'm so strapped. Or maybe you have to pray over your bank account statements and say, God, give me the perspective. I want to see what's influencing my thinking and how the world is telling me I don't have enough. Because you say in your word, the Lord is my shepherd, Psalm 23. He doesn't lie. Jesus isn't a liar. So either well, the second part of that, of course, is the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Right? Or I, 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 again, I will have all I need. I have all I need, depending on the translation and how you want to look at that. But I mean, the bottom, you know, as we come to the end of the show, uh, I really, on the one hand, you know, one of the things that, that we, I would say love to hate to do is to, to, to help people see and face their finances and say, this is where you're at. That's the part we don't really like doing so much. The part that we love doing is, is recognizing that it's a journey. Yes, and, it is and a that journey. Christ yeah. is not in a hurry. Right. No. And so as we come to that and we go, okay, now first step is, is to realize that, oh, I've got to make a change. The second step is the journey of, oh, what does that change look like on a day by day? How do we transform our minds, Romans 12, to what does that look like? That's the journey of Christ in our own lives. And you need to dig in to his word to find out what that truth is and to pray and spend time with him Mm -hmm. to get to know him and understand who he is and, and learn what he says about money and finance and what has a hold of our hearts in this world. And it's not easy, but this is why we're here. So Lord, I Mm -hmm. ask for your mercy and grace. I've been praying this lately a lot, that you would help us receive your truth. Mm -hmm. Help us see like you see. Your word says that we have the mind of Christ. Um, Jesus just said it to us today in John 8. Um, 
you know, my disciples um, have my word abiding in them mm. and they will know the truth and the truth will set them free. So we ask you, Lord, help us receive your truth because mm. we're stubborn and we want our own way. Well, will you help us today receive your truth and walk it out practically in our financial lives? Mm. I pray this in your name, Jesus. Thank you. Well, that was a mouthful, Reb. I know. I, there's so many little ideas. I feel like I have a yarn ball with all kinds of pieces just like undone. So if you feel like it's been like uh, kind of buckshot come at you this morning, you're right. It has been. So we're so happy that you joined us through that. Uh, of course, uh, if you do want to find other podcasts where Reb doesn't and I don't give you the buckshot, then there's lots of them on morethanenough.ca. And remember... Advertise the truth to yourself. Advertise the truth to yourself. And I want to reach out again, just a quick shout out to the people at Crosspoint Financial for sponsoring the show. Uh, we're so appreciative of Brent and his team. And uh, remember, say it again. Advertise the, the truth, truth to, to yourself. yourself. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.